I mean, don't cancel me podcast, so we're asking, regardless of what we regardless say, of what you hear, <laughs> please allow us, innit? Like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're just talking members the truth, of the community. we're living our truth, so don't cancel us, innit? Still running, so fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> man, please, man, no, leave it in there. To license it. Yo, they got the man there. Man, like C Prince. I'm in the building. It's not recorded. It's recording. Yeah, it's recording. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> take, take two, take, take, take two, and action. Why not? What? No intros for the man. All right, listen. What is this? Episode <laughs> ten. What's this? Episode ten now? Yeah. Ten. Yes. Episode ten. ten. Please don't cancel me. Podcast. You understand? Lockdown edition, you know, the extended quarantine madness. Myself, Big Jim in the building. Yo, yo, it's Jay Urban here again. It's me, C Preps in the building. So what's been going on, lads? How's your week been? My week's been all right, man. Man's, man's got a bike now, so man's been cycling. He's doing some mad yeah. But have you, you always had a bike? Yeah. But I bought a new one. Leave back from Cycle King. August. Cycle you can't go wrong, August. August. Yeah, I bought a bike, man. I've been cycling. But I tried to find one the other day. I saw two bills. I said, nah, nah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the price is a bike. How much? Two seventy. Yeah, but it's a proper. It's the proper ones, though, isn't it? The proper. That is that proper. That's the thing, bro. When I was, I was going to get a proper one. Those bikes are like. Four, five, six bills, bro. Yeah, the, the prices are It's not worth it because once we go back to normal, man's not going to ride like that, you understand? But I think I will. Nah, nah, it, it, it is, it's working. It's good, you know. It's good for um, cardio. Like, nah, good man, for your... Crazy. Yeah, man. I'll be real. Like, <clears throat> no homo, innit? But my, it hurts my bum, fam, when I ride. Cushion, bro. I got a cushion, bro. Get, <laughs> get, <laughs> it hurts. You got to get, get a gel seat, fam, man. You got a padded seat, fam. Now, yeah, but you, know when you, you know what the problem is? When I'm riding, it's cool. You see when you go sleep and wake up the next day, you're like, nah, you feel I'm it. not on this again. That first day, it's like gym, innit? You know like that gym? You, yeah. you feel it that first. After that, you're full now, bro. It's calm. No, after that, bro, I, my still rides bike, fam. You can't go wrong with a bike, fam. But. But I'll run it if I had one, but the prices right now is too crazy, so I'm not even going to bother. Yeah, they are, they are expensive. Can't lie. They are expensive. Fine. If you want to get a decent... Find a nitty, give him £30, pad, it'll bring you a nice bike for a bro. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry, sir. What is a nitty? I, I, I don't know. Don't act get off a bit of the podcast. What, what, anyway. what, what are these terms? <laughs> uh, uh, all right, all right. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's quarantine, fam. Everyone's going to eat some stuff. Oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Boy, episode 10. What's today's topic, Jay? Um, we're going to talk about um, whether or not a mother can raise her son to be a man and vice versa, whether a father, obviously if he's raising a child by himself, a father can raise his daughter to be a woman. It depends on your definition of each. It? Like, it depends. It, it might, it's really dependent, isn't it? As in, 
So obviously, you know, a man or a woman can raise a child, isn't it? Like, but mm. would a say a woman be able to teach a boy how to be like a man? It it really depends on what her concept of a proper man is, isn't it? Exactly. So, for example, there are going to be things that, as the opposite sex, you can only imagine what it feels like to do. You understand? Like, you can instruct someone how to do it, but you won't know in its entirety what it is. Yeah. In regards to to growing up, like, because think about it, your mum, your mum can teach you a lot of things, isn't it? But Mm -hmm. your mum doesn't know what it feels like to stand up and piss. Let's, for example, Mm-hmm. She does. She just doesn't. If you said you had a problem, I don't know. It's like there's certain there's certain experiences that only the same sex would have had in it. So not to say that it can't be done, but it's harder to like relate. Yeah. To your child, you understand. Um, but, but, but when you say when you say raising, what aspect are we talking about raising? Though? Everything. Everything. To know. It's, it's, it's a yes and a no answer because that okay if that woman could possibly have grown up with her father and try and emulate stuff that her father she saw her dad do that she might believe will work and try and raise her son within that same formula or format so it could work and it can't work I think you I think everyone will be lacking something regardless yeah. I think every, everyone will have their own different perception of how to how it works, I guess. It's, it's a... Even if, say, a woman was raised by her father, mm-hmm. then just emulates how her father was, that is still, there's only still so much she can do. So, because, for instance, let's say um, the son comes to her with something that only a man will be able to relate to. She, even though she's raised by her father, she still cannot, that's still going to be mm-hmm. very, very new to her. Do you understand? And also, as mm-hmm. well, just naturally, as parents, we tend to, like, as a man, we would raise a daughter different from the way we would raise our sons. Do you understand? So, mm-hmm. naturally, a woman might let her son, just because he's her son, get away with certain things that maybe if the dad saw, he'll be like, nah, that needs to be checked type of thing, isn't it? Because that's something that a guy shouldn't be doing kind of thing. You get what I'm saying? But because a woman sees it as her son, like women let their sons get away with murder, basically, isn't it, more time? But because they, always, they have this perception that and their son is still my baby. More harder on their daughters type of thing, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, I think I agree with Prem, so it's a yes or no thing. You get me? Because I think people... You're, to have a properly rounded person, you need both parents, isn't it? Because there's a level of affection that will come from your mum that no matter mm-hmm. how affectionate your dad is, he is it's just not the same, isn't it? Yeah, regardless of whether it be a, a mother's touch, yeah, it's regardless of a man or a woman, mm. your mother will implement something in you that your dad just can't. It's just not there, naturally. The same vice way... Vice versa. Your father's, feel, a father's touch to a daughter is very, it's very like... Yo, it's very... Cause they have the cliche, your father, your father is a girl's first love, and all of that kind mm. of stuff. Like he sets the the tone as to what happens going forward. Not always, but that is the cliche. Mm. I just feel like, as a, as women are innately a lot more emotional than men, isn't it? Yeah. And then men, and that's where the balance comes in. So you have a a larger portion of logic 
versus a larger portion of emotion. So when the two come together, you can try and get someone quite balanced. Mm -hmm. But as a man, if you're raised by purely your mum, you're raised in an emotional state. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So then you've grown up to be quite an emotional man. It may not manifest itself in the same way. Like you may not cry or whatever the case may be, but now you react based upon on your emotions. So now you're angry. Your anger is what channels you to do something as opposed to a a thought process. Or, you understand? So, it's, as a man, I can say being raised by, just like my mum, it's society versus my mum. Society says, you're a boy, don't cry. You must be tough, da-da-da-da-da. But then your mum is emotional. So you, you know, if I'm in pain, I cry. If I'm upset, I cry or I express it that way. So it's, it's now... Conflict, like a conflict of interest. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mad. So then when you do express your emotion, your, your emotions are a bit more extreme. So now when you're angry, you're uncontrollably angry. Mm. Come and, like, what's that? Come like Phoenix from X-Men. When she <laughs> left out, just all over the place. But yeah, you're right, you're right. Because you don't, you, you don't, you don't know what you're channeling. So you're just, just lashing out. You're just all over the place because you don't understand. Am I supposed to just naturally cry? Am I supposed to be angry? I don't understand. I don't have the, the balance of both. So but, I think it's more, yeah. even if having the balance of both, it's just that if you're only used to seeing a woman be emotional mm-hmm. and you've never seen a man be emotional, you kind of don't see it as being a norm because obviously it's, men are emotional too mm-hmm. may not be as emotional but we're emotional too and like you said obviously because we haven't maybe had a man to kind of show us how to challenge that or um, channel that emotion mm-hmm. we act out whereas w- women when they you know they, they act out in their emotion with a man if we act our emotion it's going to be probably a lot more a lot more it's, 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 it's like that stereotype it's going to be proper serious like a man just acts out based on emotion it's so like that stereotype what... when it comes to females you, 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 when females okay, when they say they act a certain type of way where would a, a wayward way they say oh she got daddy issues she don't have a dad around so she acts in a particular way it's kind of like the same thing isn't it but you know, um, yeah but I think as men if we're raising girls there is a level of sternness that we don't apply that maybe we should. Exactly. Do you understand? Because in your head, especially if your daughter's around you, you go into the pampering, catering mode to try and be as soft as possible to emulate the emotion that comes from her mum, for example. Whereas maybe we shouldn't. We should implement more sternness because then when they grow up into women, they will be able to like control their emotions a little bit better because there's a level of there's less emotion being channeled at any given time. But then with the door, I think, I think it, it depends because there's certain issues where we would be proper hard and stern with our daughters about when we're like, for instance, when it comes to say, boyfriends, mm-hmm. we're gonna be bang on, like we're gonna be acting mad strict with our daughters when it comes to that. Whereas if it's our sons, we're gonna be like, oh, whatever. Like, yeah, do your thing. We're not gonna really sit down and have certain conversations with them and be like, the most we say is, strap up in it we don't care about the quality of girls we're not going to really talk to them all about that it's just like just make sure you're protected type of thing innit? whereas if it's our daughter we're going to be more like make sure it's not just any guy make sure you get me blah, blah, blah. like don't get yeah, 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 yeah. Wanna, we're going to go you're going to be like you're going to be the, yeah hypocrite basically yeah and even with even with mothers mothers will probably be the same way if it's their sons they're not going to care to be like just make sure you don't bring no babies in my house type of thing innit? but if it's their daughter mm. 
they're not saying that to their daughter. It's more like you better not be out there having sex type of thing, not just to bring your babies in. Uh, it's because we see some, different errors. Some mm-hmm. of it's a territorial. When a man brings, when a son brings in a new girl, now she feels like you're trying to take a son away from her. So mm-hmm. all of that, you know. I, so, I think with I don't think. Going back to the original question, I don't think. I think we can, but there will always be a lack of sort of. There will be a lack of something. But on the mm. flip side, we know people that have been raised by both their parents and they're still not all really there. <laughs> but but that's down to the parents not being complete within themselves. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. two half people or two and we, incomplete people still can't and we've seen the right effect. We, and, we, and we've seen people being raised by just one parent that come out perfectly fine. Well, let's say they're perfectly fine. They've come out fine. You know, no, I think it's all... You can do it alone, but I think say if if you're if you know if you're a mother and the father's not around for for whatever reason and you are raising a son, it is possible to do it. I think the important thing is to make sure though that you have some sort of male influence, some sort of yeah around. So whether it's a granddad or an uncle or uh, 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 somebody, uh, uh, I think in, in in both in both situations, uh, if you, uh, yeah, for a female raising a uh, a male child. Definitely, it's very vital to have like a male figure around, just for someone for that that boy to even have a relationship with it's a brother, your dad, a grandparent, or even an uncle, even even a friend. But you say that consistent relationship though. Yes, consistent. Not in and out. Like somebody that you can say he can look to and be like, "That's who I look up to, and that's who I want to model being a man." Whether it's a granddad or your your uncle Mm. or your big bro, whatever it may be. Now that is that, important. He gets that sense of father figure entitlement from that person. That yeah. person might not be may not be the full daddy, but you know, gives him that that nurture that a father would that father would give. You know what I mean? Some stuff there. To, somebody you can because obviously certain issues that boys go through, they're not going to want to talk to their mother about. Yeah. And let's say you haven't got a, you know a male figure that you can go. Certain things you're just going to have to battle with. Internally, or you turn to your brethrens and get stupid advice. So that's where it is. Exactly. A lot of us ended up turning to our brethrens, and then because even something as early as like primary school, yeah, you had things where your brethrens would say like, even though it was a wind up, but if you touch a girl, you'll get her pregnant or something like that. Or so these things, it 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 starts that early. You end up being a little bit misguided going forward. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every time when you start to learn about sex, you're learning from your brethrens who might even be lying to you. They may not even have done yeah, anything yeah, yeah. Just as you. <laughs> yeah, but it's awkward for a man. I don't know. Maybe, maybe because our parents, a lot of our parents came from the, the West Indies or came from their homelands, isn't it? Mm. So when they've come here, we're the first generation of English. Mm. So mm. they were not raised to be as open as that. <clears throat> yeah, have certain conversations and be open oh, and right. stuff like that. Mm. So even if you have both parents in your house or you just have one, there's certain conversations you still don't feel comfortable to have because that parent has not allowed you to feel comfortable to release Perhaps. that information. I so, so a question. What was, what was your parents' reaction when you first told them you were having a child? <laughs> <laughs> my mom, my mom, she didn't cry, but I saw the tears. I saw the tears. It was more of a, a shock mm. than anything. When I went to her, it was more of a shock. But she was like, all right, cool, I got you. Don't worry, kind of thing. That was, mm. 
the, the first time, then it led on into... <laughs> it, it, it led on into... We'll become a norm, yeah? It just, no, she just started kissing her teeth. You know what she was doing? Yeah. Kiss her teeth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that was what it was. What about you, Jay? Huh? What about you? She was happy, bro. She was normal. Like, it's, I think it's, like I said, more of a shock, like, like for real type of thing, like, yeah. Because remember, that's the first time your mom can verify you're beaten. That's, that's, that's the verification. She can assume, but that is the verification that you are now beaten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Unless you've been caught prior, I don't know. I've never been. <laughs> they would know. I'm sure they would know. But yeah, but they can't prove it. Yeah, that's just verification that okay, he definitely is doing it. You know, I can mm. being naive about it. It's happening, type of thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. There's always gonna, there's always gonna be that battle in it. There's always gonna be that battle of the sexes where things are. You're always gonna handle. As a man, you're gonna handle your sons and daughters differently. As a woman, same thing. Mm. I feel like, like as that. you said, mm. men men get away with a lot more with their mums. Yeah. But mm. no, that's a lie. No. If there is no dad around, I can speak for my my mum was a lot more stern, maybe too overprotective to compensate. Mm for that lack do you understand mm-hmm. like if my dad was around my dad might have been like oh like make him go outside kind of thing let him go do what he's doing mm-hmm. but my mum mm-hmm. was like nope 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 i'm not even taking the risk over there looks like they're bad you're not going over there like it's, just not said, happening. Well, it's all right it's cool. we were good news, in, in turn in turn you think again that even that way because obviously you have to find a balance you're either too strict or you're too lenient type of thing, isn't it? Mm. So, it too strict causes oh, rebellion, though. Exactly. So a lot of yeah, because you get the certain protect, yeah. especially the environments that we're growing up in now. They will be very protected. Like, no, like I know it's going out there. You're not going right. You're staying and want to wrap them in a certain cotton wool. Even that mm. can have a negative effect because then, it, like you said, it makes you want to do it even more. It makes you want to go. Because when you get to when you get to that certain age and you you become free and you unleash, you just you unleash like this wild child that's never seen reality. Never does it. Not they're not street savvy, yeah, people. so it's yeah. just like ah, oh, and then roped into stupid things that they should never have gotten themselves into in the first place, just simply because they're just not aware of what's going on. But that's the thing, the balance is hard to get, regardless. You understand? Because <clears throat> I've seen examples of a a full family, like a nuclear family, mum and dad in the house. But if it's a little girl, the mum takes over charge of the discipline and how the child is raised and the dad kind of sits back mm. and does like treats and stuff like that and then vice versa with the boys the dad will step in so there's still not a an adequate balance if that makes sense yeah I grew up in a house of boys but yeah you're right because my mum was more of the lenient she was strict don't get me wrong but in terms of us, like, blending in society, she was very lenient towards it. She would allow us to venture out. And my dad was more of, like, the drill master, as in, like, there was order. There was, there was you know, there was, there was set, things were set in place. My mum would allow us to break one or two rules, whereas when my dad was in the frame. So we used to hate it when my mum would go on holiday by ourselves because we knew that, you know, this guy is drilling us. Like, like it was army boot camp. Even if it wasn't, if it was weekend, you're up by a certain time. You're cleaning. Do you know what I mean? Where's my mum weekend? You can wake up at 12 o'clock. Nah, not my dad. You're up by 9, 9.30, the latest. The earliest. 
So yeah. I get what you're saying. You know, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, have, I don't think you can. And now that I have a daughter, it's mm. kind of mad because it's. I'm very, I'm lenient to a degree. There's certain things I don't allow to slide, but then there's a lot of majority of things that it's like. But, but then I realize with her mum, nah, what I will let fly, she won't let fly. Because there's different experiences growing up in it. And because you've only got your daughter, you haven't got a point of reference in regards to how you may or may not treat your son when you do have one, you understand? Whereas with me, because my daughter's the last one, she's the baby, I feel like that compounds how soft I am on her, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because she's the girl and she's the baby of them, it's like, oh, all right, cool. You know what I mean? It's like you're, it's like you're, you're tired already. That's, yeah, yeah. It's not it's even tired. It's more, she's, because she's a little girl, she's naturally affectionate. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she'll mm-hmm. come for a kiss and come for a hug and she'll do certain things that the boys well, didn't do. Mm-hmm. And she's, obviously, you see her as more delicate. So when she caught, falls, for example, and she cries, you go to pick her up. Whereas with the boys, you're like, get off, man, it weren't that bad. You understand, like naturally, I think society has programmed us that way. Yeah, because you're supposed to make you're supposed to make the boys tougher, and the girls you're supposed to keep them soft, kind of thing. So I think in in some aspects, which I'm learning as she gets older, that it's not good because then you start to raise a child that is I'm not going to say spoilt, but they attempt to use. No, it's spoilt. It's spoilt. It's spoilt. No, they they attempt to use their emotions. To get to, to get their what, way, get what they want, yeah. Sort of like a like a Hillary in Fresh in Fresh Prince. Yeah, they, you know they come with the daddy, and you're like, yeah, oh, <laughs> kind of thing. You, you know what it is, because like, like obviously, within us, like, as obviously as men, we have feminine energy in us naturally, mm. anyway, mm. and obviously we'll have more masculine energy, but we do still have feminine energy in us. So, if say you do have a daughter. And you just constantly feed her with feminine energy. Yeah, she's a woman, but it does get to a point where it's, it's too much. It does. It should never be balanced within a woman. Obviously, she should always have more feminine energy. But mm-hmm. if she's just got so much, where she's just got little masculine energy, because they say masculine energy is responsible for like setting goals and just being proper on stuff and just getting shit done, being a certain focused and certain thing. Yeah, yeah. If she doesn't, if she's got very little of those qualities, it then it makes her, like you said, reliable, relying on certain things, relying on men relying on things being handed to her so she because she hasn't got that that drive that focus in her which is masculine energy in her so you still have to keep that in them it's same with men like obviously we're masculine we're driven with this but we still have to have that piece of feminine energy up so when it does come to emotions and expressing ourselves we're able to do that if we can't do that and we don't know how to channel it like we were saying before it leads to challenging it in different ways being violent and being angry you get me? because you can't you don't know how to challenge your feminine energy you don't know what to do with it you 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 think that it's something's wrong with you when you feel a certain way when really it's normal in it but because for so long boys and men have been conditioned to think that feeling a certain way means you're soft or you're a pussy or you're a gal or you're not supposed to you get me like we act out to make it think nah i'm not you get me like i'm mm. hard type of thing in it yeah you know it's we release as men Especially, I'll say, not all of us, because I think generations are changing, but there's a lot of men that release a lot of toxic energy into their sons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as much as you may see as a man raising a man is a logical line of things to do, mm. some men take it too far 
and release this weird toxic energy into their kids that's going to manifest yes. into something really messed up later on in life. Like, I remember I was in the barbershop and a guy was like, he doesn't kiss his son. Yeah, mm. He doesn't kiss his son because he came on this ignorant, like, man not for kiss man thing. He came on that kind of way. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying to him, so, we, you know, you have the barbershop debates, isn't it? So mm. I'm saying to him, but why? He's like, two men shouldn't kiss. But I'm saying, number one, he's not a man. That's your son. Mm. That's one. And number two, don't you think there's something wrong with you if you are sexualizing a kiss with your son? Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Because remember, we're not talking about your big 25-year-old son, you know. We're Mm. talking your son's in primary school, kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Now, I'm not saying kiss your son on his mouth. I'm not saying that. (laughs) But to, 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 to give your son a kiss, you've now associated that with... Yeah, homosexuality. It's a, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a, you sexualize yeah, yeah, something fine. with your son. So therefore, what you're gonna tell me you're not gonna kiss your daughter because what? You're only supposed to kiss a woman that you're lying down with. That's yeah. what you're gonna tell me next. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a weird thing that some men like some men I feel like their sons <laughs> need their mum. Like you know, <laughs> it's like yeah. you need someone to balance out that level of ignorance. Yeah. Even but, if, even if, sorry, even if he did say had a had a mum to balance it out, it's still gonna make him grow up with that. Yeah, support. because because yeah. he's gonna have, he's gonna he's gonna have that mindset. Bro, he's gonna when he, he, no, when like, he has a son, yeah. he's gonna be like, "Yo, man, I kiss my son, car. That's yeah. a that's a homosexual thing." So if anything, that mindset is still being trans transcended through to him through but, his dad. But so, this is what I'm trying to say. So I believe boys. I, my personal opinion, yeah, I'm not saying boys shouldn't have their mums because I believe mums are essential for life. Like yeah. to this very day, there's, yeah. there's certain things I'll phone my mum be like, mum, listen, boom, boom, boom. Mm. And she's just more understanding. Mm. However, I do believe that in the, I'd say, more formative years of a child's life, so the earlier years, their mums are very, very essential just for the, the, the maternal yeah. aspect of things. I think, I think, I think a, father's, yeah. a father's role is very essential during the teen years as well. But well, this is what I'm trying to say. You, sh- you should still be around your child, 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. But you see when that child starts to hit a realm of freedom. So you see like the year seven where you start going to school by yourself and all of these kind mm-hmm. of things where you're a lot more free. I believe that not that the mum shouldn't be there, but the dad's role should be more dominant now because you need mm-hmm. to now be more of a presence to make them understand, especially with the world that we're living in now, mm. I feel like the dad's presence is more wow. vital at that period in their life, you understand? Because there's going to be things, there's going to be pains that they have that mum don't know. The same way with girls. Little girls need their mum and even, you know, they start hitting puberty and periods and stuff, they're going to need to turn to their mums and stuff. But as a father, I do believe that you need to also understand that aspect of your child. Do you understand? Because yeah. if, if the mum's not there, what are they going to do? Suffer in silence because they don't feel comfortable to turn to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like it, it, it's equally as important. But with boys, the older they get, I think the more they need their dad to rein them in a bit. You understand? That it dad or or, or or some sort of father figure that can rein them in because like I said, if it's a single woman, if it's a single mum and dad's not around, they still need that male figure to yeah. say, you know what? Yeah, like, of course. Um, of course, yeah, whether yeah, it be yeah. big brother, uncle, cousin, whatever it may be. But the reason I say father is because I do believe I'm I'm on this mindset of 
together or not together, you need to be a dad, innit? Mm, like, you need, you need to be that person. So this whole, uh, the dad's not there, so there should be someone to step in and replace. It's not acceptable. Like, it's that thought process, as much as it happens, that thought process is too much of a common one. Like, oh, your dad's not here, so he's replaced with this other individual. Do you even think that that's even a mindset now? Because would you, would you argue that even now, a lot of women are taking on the mindset of, well, dad's not here. I can do it all by myself type of thing. You know? when, we say, yeah. when, we say, when we say dad's not here, what capacity are we talking he's about? He's just not there. For whatever reason, he's just not in the child's life. He decided to not be in the child's life. Or that is, yes, but that is a very toxic mindset as well because yeah. what women need to understand is you cannot, you can be a very, very good mum. Very. You can go above and beyond for your child, but you can you never be, be their dad. Yeah. Do you understand? You can be an amazing mum. I'm talking like, you know, the type of mum that, goes football matches, school music, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. that, works, free jobs. You could do everything, not sleep. Mm. But nevertheless, you are still not that. And that's not to negate your role. That's mm. just to say, we can't be each other. Yeah. The same way as a man can't have custody of his child or have his child with him and be like, well, on Mother's Day, yay to me because <laughs> I'm mum too. <laughs> you, you'd never hear that because it's impossible. Question. So when you see stuff like on Father's Day and you see mothers post up um, happy father's day to me too what's your reaction to that i think it's ridiculous it's like if you don't have nothing it's one of those if you don't have nothing good to say shut up in it yeah <laughs> you don't need to say like, like father's day like cool you've been holding it down doing your team expect that in it but but you see you see some yeah, man them big up their big up their mums on father's day as well hmm? see some man's big up their mums on father's day yeah but that's that, that that's issues within them, yeah, though. That's that. them lashing yeah. out at that, that word around, <laughs> do you understand? Mm, so that's mm, still, mm. still toxic because that's clearly that they, there's some unresolved they, issues. There's yeah, things so that they do. haven't dealt with. So you, do you believe they've inherited possibly a negative energy from their mother to, that has towards no, their father? That's no, some people, them. you grow up and you see your dad for what he is. You don't okay. need your mum to tell you nothing. Yeah. You've just mm. grown up and realised, rah. No. Especially, the same way... You can grow up and see your mum for who she is. As much as you love her and she's your mum, as a man, you can look at your mum as a woman and be like, mm. like I, I get, I can see your flaws. You're not perfect mummy mm. no more. I can see your flaws. The same way I don't feel like a lot of mums, which I've seen, I've heard and seen through social media where they directly bash the child's dad in front of the child or to the child, but I don't necessarily feel like that's necessary to taint the child's image of their parent. No. Mm. I feel like the child should grow up and make that decision themselves. Because if he is a shit dad, they will grow up and think, yeah, he's a shit dad. You ain't got to convince the child. They will know just from growing up, knowing that seeing other kids and how other kids are with their dad, and they'll just start thinking, like, oh, my dad didn't come. My dad doesn't come to football matches. My dad doesn't do My dad... They will just naturally grow up and know. And, and get but at the same time, sometimes it has an adverse effect, though. Sometimes you bash the parent and the child doesn't care. Like, you know, like... But then, the, the, and also, it has an effect where that child can also become their father as they grow up because they'll start to have kids be like, well, my dad went around, so what I need to be around for? Like, my mom taught me football, but I go to the partner, you could take the youth football, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it can also have that effect as well. So we have to kind of be careful of the messages or you portray around your kids of the opposite parent mm. it's hard though i will be i will say yeah, it's hard yeah. because if you're 
Because remember, if you and the other parent, whether it be male or female, are not in good terms, it's an energy that you kind of can't hide at the same time because so, so, the interactions and stuff so, will so, be different. So, sorry to cut you late because you've got full custody of your son. So how do you manage that? Um, my son sees his mum. So it's a thing where I don't feel as if... I, I stand firm by the fact of I don't feel as if you need to belittle or badmouth or anything your child's other parent because at the end of the day, that's not your role. Your role is to do the best you can. Mm-hmm. And if you look at look, looking after a child's 100%, if the other parent can only do 10, 15, 20, whatever their percentage is, it's now your role to step in and fill that gap to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. And as they get older, if they have questions, of course, you must ask and be as honest as possible. Mm-hmm. But there is a way of being honest whilst being tactful. Mm. So you don't have to insult somebody to explain why something is the way it is. Mm. So you basically, you basically still protect the other parents. Of course, you must protect that mm. image because you would always want your child to have the utmost respect and admiration for that person to the best mm-hmm. they can in it. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. If you're a fuck up, you're a fuck up in it. There's nothing no one can do for you. Mm. But regardless of what the situation is, you still want that child have respect for that other parent you understand Mm -hmm. you wouldn't want to see that your child that you've raised to have manners and whatever disrespect their Mm -hmm. other half pretty much you wouldn't want that so Mm -hmm. i feel like in time whatever's in the dark must come to light do you understand so i don't have i I wouldn't have to tell any of my kids anything the same way i don't feel like their mums would have to tell them anything about me in time they will see who i am and if whatever questions they have for me, when the time is right, they will ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all I can be is be as transparent as possible at that moment in time to try and answer those questions. Mm. I think as well, like, what you see a lot as well is, well, not a lot, but in some cases anyway, you see women raising sons and they've got so much deep line issues and emotional issues and hatred towards the father of that child that like you said they try to like plant these things in the son's head mm-hmm. and almost what that does is it kind of you're basically raising a son to almost be exactly like that same guy yeah because you're feeding that information yeah. into the child feeding in that energy and all you're doing is growing Great that into the somebody else who's then going to basically do the same thing to somebody else's daughter. You know, do the same thing he did to you to somebody else's daughter. And it... Yeah. Well, it was say, sometimes you've got to break the cycle. You've got to break the cycle, right? Exactly. You've got to be very, very careful when raising your sons, man. Like you said, you can't... You shouldn't feed them that type of energy. Let them make that decision themselves as they grow just from being around their father or not being around and let them come to that decision themselves. Don't feed it into them kind of thing. But, but sometimes I've, what I've seen as well, so I took I've seen mothers because they want the dad, they literally try to mold the child into, into a mini version yeah. of the dad. I'm talking yeah. the way they dress, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. They've tried to mold them into a mini version of this person that they want, mm. which and is equally moment. as toxic because you're not allowing the child to be, to develop and become their own that's person. More, that's mm. more of a mental. That's more of a mental thing. So they've got some mental 
issue there because it's not it's like I can't have the dad but what I'll do is I'll, re- I'll recreate the dad through the son but I, I think there's a lot of mental issues and as you said that I think this whole thing kind of goes into that like there's a lot of is- unresolved issues that people are not confronting hence why they we are raising their children in the fashion have- in which they are that's why we have to sometimes we call it the circle of life because then you start you create that circle so for instance if you come from a broken home so so society states yeah a broken home and you get with someone and that doesn't work or for whatever reason you're basically recreating that broken cycle so how do you break that cycle it, it goes back down to raising kids if you was raised a certain way Let's say, for instance, we were all raised... Let's say our dads or our parents were, like, drug dealers and whatever, and then they raise us in the same way. They're not breaking that cycle because all we're doing is inheriting their bad behaviour. We, we went to school with kids like that who would come on both. My dad's a bad man, da 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 And come to school and boast that bad man behaviour because my dad was a bad man. And then, yes. you know, you start... You, you see this cycle of that happening, so that's also a cycle. We've got to learn how to break the cycle. It's acknowledgement. Cycle it breaking comes down to first acknowledgement, and you have to acknowledge that something that's happening or has happened is toxic or not beneficial. You understand? Mm-hmm. So a lot of us we can't we can't identify that something is not good because we don't see the other side to it yet. You understand? I.e., mm. you might say, "Oh, my dad was a drug dealer," and because your dad didn't get arrested, or mm-hmm. you grew up having the nicest of things you now mm. don't see necessarily the negative aspects of it so you've gone yeah. forth and continued that until you buck up in that negative then it might change you because everyone's got a different trigger point mm-hmm. you understand that like growing up without a dad you can go one of two ways as we said you can either go to it's like well i never had a dad and i'm fine so my child don't need me like that cool or you could be like because i never had I'm going to do my best to give. Best to make, yeah, 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 yeah. So it can go one of two ways. Yeah, I think even obviously getting back to the, the, the whole the whole drug dealer thing. Even if you were a drug dealer and you know you, you you're raising your child to like look stay away from her, I do. It still can lead because if you're, it's all good you saying don't do what I do. But if you've grown up knowing that this is what my father does. This is how he, he looked after me. This is how he raised the family. Mm. This is how he pays the bills. It doesn't matter how much he tells you, don't do this. You're still going to feel like, hmm. Repeat, repeat the cycle, basically. Yeah, you could still repeat the cycle. So I think the, the only way you have to you, you break the cycle is, is by change behavior. You have, to, you have to lead by example type of thing, isn't it? You can't be like, yeah, don't do this, but you're doing it. I mean, we always say, what's the, what's the famous saying that we always tell the youth, Dev? What's it? Do as I say and, and not as... And what yeah, do. Yeah, do as I say, not as I do. That is just so unfair, especially to a child, because a child is basically, they will, they're a sponge, isn't it? they soak up everything that's going on around them. So it's all good you say, mm. don't do it. But if they're seeing you do something all the time, all the time, naturally they're going to feel like it's okay to do. Yeah, but that's, that's what it is. Um, but that goes back down to parenting, isn't it? Mm. Because the same way as you would when we were growing up, where I can speak for myself here, whatever I was doing out on the road, I never brought it home. Mm. Right? Mm. So, as a parent, whatever it is you're keeping up with, don't bring that it home. Should, 
Your child shouldn't know. Your child like mm-hmm. should be innocent to this for as long as possible. Don't get me wrong. When you have a teenager, they're not stupid, innit? They're going to be like, wait, I ain't never seen my dad go to work, but we've got the big car outside, we've got the this, we've got the that, whatever the case may be. But growing up, your child should be oblivious to a certain degree mm. as to child, what is going on. Your, your child still think that mommy's Superman, daddy's Superman. That is it. Because come on, my kids still think that money has nothing to do with work. Like it literally just comes out of the machine in the wall. So when so when I need money, I should just go to the machine in the wall and put in my card and it just gives me money. That's it. That's what they think. Um, and that's a level of innocence that like you need to know that I work in it, but yeah. there's a level of that level of innocence is good. You don't need to know about the material aspects of this world yet. Because you ain't got no money to do nothing with them. Yeah. So it's down to parenting. And that's where I would say, once again, balance comes in. Balance, and as you said, there's male energy that comes with the focus and the organization and the this and the that. But then there's a level of mothering that almost keeps you innocent. Mm. Yeah. When your mum is around as a boy, your mum helps to keep you as innocent as possible. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, I think... Yeah, because obviously a mother, yeah, mother's taught to be well. A mother's role is to be, you know, tender and compassionate and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I still, it's, it's still quite important for a boy or a young, yeah, a young boy or a young man to see his father also be able to do that. So then, because I feel like it's a different type of emotion as well. The type of emotion yeah. you get from your from your mother and the type of emotion you get from your dad is gonna be two different types of emotions. I feel like yeah, as men, we need to make sure that we're not feeling that I can't be emotional around my child or I can't show my child that you know being emotional is being you know he's being a pussy, he's being too soft. Like I feel like we we have to show them that yo, it's okay, be emotional. It's fine. It's, like, it's, 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 like, it's like I was, I was, I was ten years old. When I first saw my dad cry, and I think it was by accident that I saw, I saw my dad cry, and it was only because my mom had a miscarriage. So when I saw my dad speaking to my aunt, I wasn't supposed to be there because we got sent to the room, and he came out the room and saw my dad cry, and that was for the first time I ever saw my dad display emotions mm. of that quality. The next time I ever saw my dad cry was when his own father passed away. And this was like, we're talking about, that's like a next, what, 20 something years later. So, mm. you know, I never saw the emotional, I saw my mom cry. I saw my mom cry all the time. You know, mm. my mom cried over Titanic. She cried when she found out George Michael was gay. Do you yeah. understand what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yo, you, you see that emotional side of George Michael. <laughs> yo, for real. I'll never forget that day. But, what I saw from my dad was a hard-working man. He set a foundation. That's what I saw. So as I started to get older and I started to walk into the world, I wanted to emulate my dad's footsteps of hard work and, you know, working hard to achieve what I wanted to achieve and X, Y, and Z. But then when I realised when I had my daughter, I realised, wow, I'm way emotional than, the, than what I really thought I was. Like... Mm. I cried when my daughter was born. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me how. I, I cried like a, a baby. And I think I, I don't think it was a boy I'd have cried, but I just cried like, yo, I've got a daughter, you know, like I saw a different whole perspective to life. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then watching her grow, even like it's on her, be- her birthday, is on Wednesday and all of that. So I'm like, I'm hella emotional when it's coming up to her birthday. I start thinking about, you know, the days when it was coming up to when she was born and all these type of things. So, you know, I just play more of an emotional side to my daughter. But when it comes to my brother's son, my nephew, like every time I see him, I want to rough him up. Like I chase him around. I'm like, yeah, come in, let me rough you up. Like, yo. But so, also that's because he's not yours as well. So there's there's an emotional attachment, but it's not the same. Mm. I hear what you're I hear what you're saying. True. But then I think if I did have a son, I'd be I'd be emotional to my son, but I wouldn't be that emotional as I am to my daughter. Because he wouldn't naturally be do you understand what I'm saying? Like little mm. girls are naturally just more loving because they're emulating the emotions of their mum. Mm-hmm. So they're coming to you with the, the kiss and the hug and the this and the that, where your son might come to play fight. He might just approach you on a vibe where he wants to fight. Mm. So that's then you go off of that energy to have someone to rough and tumble with. You're not mm. going to do that with your daughter because you have this thing where I'm going to hurt her. Mm. Even if she's the same size as your son, in your head, you're like, I'm going to mm. hurt her. So mm. you just won't do certain things. And... That's not good either. Not in its entirety because we then go into this realm of underestimating what a, a woman is capable of. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we just see them as the, I don't want to make it sound bad, but like the inferior ones. You understand what I'm saying? You see them mm-hmm. as the weaker sex. Mm-hmm. So in turn, you handle them so delicately that you're almost undermining what they are truly capable of. Mm. Yeah. So. Um. And then, and that 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 works, like you said, in both ways. Even with, with, with boys, like we, you know, when they do have that emotional side to them, and we're just like, and they say they're crying over something that's happened, and automatically like, stop crying, like fix up, like why are you crying, like you get me, like toughen up type of thing, isn't it? Mm. Whereas. If it's a girl, it's just like, oh, it's, we'll let her cry. And then, especially if you've got two, especially if you've got a boy and a girl and you're raising them, and they're seeing the dynamics of how you're treating the other. So mm. when she falls down and scrapes her knee, she gets, she gets the hugs. She gets the, everyone looking after her, wiping it. When I fall mm. down and scrape my knee, it's just like, come fix up, man, fix up. Don't cry, don't cry, you're all right type of thing, isn't it? it mm. Kind of just, when they see that, it just enforces that in them that, okay, girls are supposed like- to do that. I'm not supposed to cry. I'm not supposed to cry. It's gender roles. We're starting gender roles from like birth. (laughs) Yeah, it's the truth. But I don't think there's any way around it. Mm. You understand? Like, I don't think there is. Because this is is something that's as old as time. Mm. Are you really now going to have a daughter and be like, well, I'm going to raise you the same as I raised my son. The same as your brother, I'm going to raise you the same. Because then... Your daughter's gonna come out in society being quite weird because mm. she's going to behave weird. like a boy. <laughs> mm. I think, in general, anyway, you will raise them differently, but I think we just have to be aware of the, 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 the certain issues that we know that, okay, that we definitely have to address. For instance, like we said, just the emotion, like just you can be emotional. Not to say that cry about everything can be a baby and be a whip but it's okay to express so yeah it's okay to display emotions yeah i got a question though how do you do that how do you do that when you were raised the quote-unquote traditional way 
So you don't really know how to express your emotion. Because a lot of men, you say to them, when's the last time you cried? Mm. And they can't actually tell you. Mm. It's been so long. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, how yeah. do you then instill in a child something you don't yourself even know how to do? Because we remember one thing you said was we're first generation British, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of our parents. So therefore, we will then start to have a more understanding of what it is to have emotions than what our, than what probably our parents will teach us. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, my dad never installed it was all right for me to cry. I have to figure that out for myself as time goes on. So if I was to do have a son and I'm installing certain things, I would say to him, it's all right to, to express your emotions. Do you understand? Because I am now. I'm the next generation to him now. He's now learning from me. I'm now installing something upon him. So because I've now gone to teach myself or have an understanding of how to channel my emotions, it's easy then to go and teach my, my child how to then channel their emotions. Our parents never taught us that. Do you understand? But that's what I'm trying to say. Some man, as much as they yeah. understand the concept, because they haven't been, they've never done it, how do you teach what you actually don't know? To me, yeah, for mm-hmm. me, how I, because obviously with my son, he's quite, he's quite boisterous, but at the same time, he's very emotional. And I've only kind of realized how emotional he was within the last year or so. And so for me, it was kind of like, it was kind of like just a, a trial, not trial and error, but like, you know, when something happens, then you learn mm-hmm. from that. Okay. So for instance, he was getting in trouble at school a lot, fighting. A lot, a lot, a lot, just fighting, 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 fighting. Every minute, calling like he's had a fight or something's happened. And one day I just sat down and was like, what's going on? Why are you, why are you fighting all these, these kids? What's going on? And he used to say, oh, because they just, they just say bad things about me. And it just gets me upset. So I'm like, so when you get upset, what do you do? She's like, I hit them, I get angry. So straight away that told me that like, he doesn't know how to channel his, his feelings. He doesn't know how to channel his emotions. His first instinct is to just hit and act out and be violent. So straight away, mm. the trigger was a red flag to me. He's like, rah, and maybe this is something to do with me. Maybe I have kind of conditioned him to be like this to the point where he doesn't even know how to express himself or he doesn't feel like he's, because he's a boy, that he should express himself. And that's, mm. that's, that's how he can act. He has to act manly and boisterous and, and fight all the time. So I used to tell him, like, yo, like, there's going to be times when people, you know, piss you off. People get on your nerves. People are going to say things you're not going to like. But it's not every time you must act out in that way. You need to find another way to challenge it. If but you beat him. I used to. I used to. But even that, I've been thinking about that recently. I'm mm. thinking, if we are telling our sons, if someone annoys, someone says something to you, someone does something you don't like, as long as they haven't put your, their hand on you, leave it, kind of thing. Mm. But our kids will never put their hand on us. So we're actually beating them because they're doing something that we don't like. Yeah. Yeah. So in turn, we're actually teaching them that exact Mm -hmm. same. Not to say that I'm not going to beat my children because I'm going to. I'm not going to sit here and be a liar. I will beat my kids in it. But Mm -hmm. when you look at the psychology of it, we're actually teaching them: if someone irritates you enough, hit them. Mm. If they don't listen to you enough, hit them. That's what we're teaching. Maybe not our daughters because. All right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. But we're boys. Mm-hmm. With boys, you're teaching them. If you don't listen to me, mm-hmm. I'm going to hit you. So in turn, they're going to channel that energy on, this little boy never listened to me. He irritated me. Yeah. But I hit him. Yeah. And that's what it is. 
I don't know because I got beats and I, I didn't I never necessarily looked at beats like I got more beats of you know you done something wrong you was bad you got beats of punishment in it mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying it's the same so, like in their mind they're thinking you've done something bad so I'm gonna act out I'm gonna hit you well, my uh, my more acting on hitting because I was just told if anyone hits me, hit them back, or if anyone suspects you, you hit them back, in it. But even that's even that is a, is 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 something we have to acknowledge as toxic, especially this day and age. You can't just go around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man will stab you. You know, in, in, in this day and age, but you know, is I think maybe the difference was when we got punished by our parents. There was an explanation for why we our parents punished us, in it. I think. For us, is when we were battering man in school, we were battering man for the littlest thing. Whereas our parents would beat us for the extreme thing. What, 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 what they, what they, they class as extreme. I'm not yeah, saying it's acceptable. Was, yeah, to us it wasn't extreme. extreme. So to our children, that boy taking something from them or that boy calling them the stupidest of names is as extreme as our well, parents thought our behaviour was. Remember, it's, it's the, as you can feel, it's the way we was raised, because we were always told, don't ever let someone take something off you. Like, um, if you look, like, remember last week I said about that film, All, all Day, All Night? If you look at Trust, watch it. I, I, I saw it. Alright, so, I just, there was one of the scenes where he got his toy taken and his dad whipped him with the belt. And said, yeah, and sent him back to almost go fight. And he but that's, you. But that's, toxic this is what i'm trying yeah. to say to you it's toxic but that's why i'm saying it's just as detrimental as a dad as a child to be purely raised by their dad as it is for them to be purely raised by their mum. i'm saying they're equally as toxic and even even if both parents are there both parents need to have a a level of understanding a le- about raising a level of understanding and be strong within themselves do you understand yeah. if we go back to that same movie just not to spoil anything but the mum didn't have enough power within herself to stand up to the dad to tell him mm. no yeah. to what he was doing mm. so it's the same as in the relationship if, you, if, if one person is too dominant the child will still be thrown off whether it's, it's two it's parents like, one it's, parent it's like when their child plays tricks like a child will go and ask the mum something, no, but my mum asks dad, and dad says yes. The parents have to have a level of balance. If mum says no, 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 dad says no, no, but that no. Comes, no, no. But that comes down to communication. Once again, that comes down to having both parents. <laughs> but even if, even if you don't have both parents, there has to still be that level of understanding that like even if you're co-parenting, that yo, we're still on the same page. But right? that's when it comes to communication. But yeah. once again, it's still a communication and a respect to say, I cannot do this by myself. You cannot do this by yourself. So we have to come to a place. Because there is going to be times like you'll hear mum say, you know what, I've had enough of you. Wait till your dad comes home or I'm going to tell your dad because the dad, like, governs a bit more fear when it comes to the child. Or, or the, dad, the dad knows how to reason and how to get through to that child in a way that... Yo, maybe so. Able to. Listen, I, I, I just feel my dad's presence alone growing up. His his overall just see that's the thing. But that I would get, I, yeah, that could just I, be fair. I got, I got I got suspended from school. My mum didn't say a word. All she said is, "Your dad's coming home." I knew what time it was. I that's because your, they had their roles, though. Perhaps that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they I, I, had I'm, their I'm, individual I, roles. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, there was one day I had his belt ready waiting for him. I picked it out for him. There, boom. I'm saying. 
Because, no, you know, that's the thing. I saved mm. my mum more than anyone. There was, I saved my mum more than my dad, more than the man them, more than police. The reason I didn't get into certain trouble growing up is because my mum was all conquering but God in, in my world. In, but <laughs> right. in, in, saying, in, saying that, in saying that my mum was the more cuckoo's parent, because I remember at parents' evening where even though I was in the wrong and the teacher said something about maybe me getting some, no, sorry, my brother getting some more mental health. My mum went ballistic to the point we banned my mum from doing parents' evening. Mm. She wasn't allowed to come. It was my dad that had to go parents' evening because I remember my mum in parents' evening threatened to knock my teeth out in front of the whole teachers. And the teacher's like, that's not the way forward. And my mum said, in Africa, that's how we, we punish our kids. And I looked at the teacher and I went, you see? You see what you lot did? So, it, it, you know, it, it just down to the household. But, but going back to the original question can a woman raise a man and can a man raise a, a woman a, a woman yes or no it's, it's, yes it. but not as effectively as yeah yeah be. yeah yeah they have there would be there would be certain flaws that if they were to do it there would be certain flaws and then just depending on where that child gets to in life what they start to then understand but, and take but in. it definitely can be done and it can be done oh, can very be done. well Depending on how the person is set up themselves. Yeah. Right? We get Depends on who they've got around them. Like I said, Hundreds. all good you're doing it by yourself, but I still think you still need to have some. It takes a village. It takes a village to raise a child, regardless. So whether it be your bredgens, it's, it's, I feel like if even if even if one parent isn't there, I believe that all you don't have direct family. Mm. I believe your social circle plays a very big part in how your child is raised as well. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of people, and I can only speak from a male's point of view, where I can see with women, their antics that they get up with, get up to with, within regards to their baby fathers, their friends are clearly not holding them accountable. Yeah. To be fair, even with the mandem, I see a lot of men handling their kids yeah. in a certain way, and you can tell their bridges are not holding them accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, if it's any of my friends... Up. I'm pulling I'm you up. You. I'm asking you something. Like, if I see you, like, if I see you lot and I see you consistently, I'll be like, so how's your son? I'll ask. I'll ask. And if you'll mm-hmm. be like, well, I haven't seen him. Huh? Why? Now we need to have a discussion. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. do you understand what I'm trying to say? This, it's, it's, your so it takes a village. Your social, even if they're not directly involved with your no, child's no, no. life, I, I, they have to I, influence I, you. Yeah. I, 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 de- I definitely hear you on that one where, and in and, and, and both parties that you know sometimes we have to be accountable we have to be accountable for our friends as well like 100% so like if I see something and you know like I don't know do you want me to touch can I touch on your story that we that we had who are you talking you, to you can I just touch on your one <laughs> alright Vincent alright I don't know who you're talking about alright hold on when you alright hold on when, when you when you when you came home what was one of the first things I said to you I don't remember that. When you came home, one of the first things I raised a concern to you was your son that you were custody of. And I said to you, yo, I think you need to take a look into that one day a little more. Yeah, but this is the thing. That, all right, I get where you're coming from, but what I'm trying to say to you is that is in regards to me not being around and you noticing something in my absence. What I'm, I'm saying, talking about and, is but no, hold on. in your hold presence. On. No, no, no. But I'm saying even as a friend, because you get some bitches that would see that and play 
Uh, mm, that's not my business. But as a friend, not as a friend, as my brother, I just said to you, I looked at that and I said, because I know the type of person that you are and the type of father you are, I said to you, boom, yo, that day. Do you get me? Yeah, Whereas yeah, but... You probably, that, they, they would, and, and we had friends probably in the same similar circle that probably saw that and never paid that mind of a detention. All right, because you know what? It's everyone's... Every, I, I look at it like everyone's... Every, you have friends for different reasons, isn't it? And I, I feel like a lot of us are so caught up in our own little ones that we're not willing to step out of that bubble for a minute. Mm. And when I say hold each other accountable, I mean in all actions, we're too willing to let, to push things to the side and say, well, it's not my business. Mm. You understand? And we mm-hmm. never grew up like that because we grew up in an era where you didn't do certain things because you were, not even about your mum, you were scared that your bridges mum saw you or such and such up the road saw you and that will get back mm-hmm. home before you reached home. You understand? Mm. We we grew up in a different realm, so kids were Don't kids were policed. They thought about things before they did things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, like, we, we would second. We would think, "Why? Well, I don't know. You know, if I do, because you would get because you would get into, you could, you would get in trouble by your bedroom's mom before you even got in trouble by your mom. You know I mean? But this is where it is because we had respect. We had there was a level of fear slash respect because of how we were raised. Mm. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, that's not in place because people don't believe it takes a village. When you start getting these posts of, oh, on Father's Day, I'm daddy too, and all that, you're, you're taken away from the fact that this other entity is needed. You're taken away from the fact that grandparents are needed, bridges are needed. When you feel as if you are alone, everything, you're taking away that the ability to have a rounded child and raise that child to the best mm. possible quality. You understand? But then on the flip side, some people got too much influence. Yeah. They got way too many people in and out of their life or up and down. So now they're just doing way too much. Way, way, way too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's, there's, you, can have, you can have no one and then you can have too much of someone. So it's you, about have balance. Balance. you have to find the balance. You have to balance. It's always about balance, regardless of what we're doing, how we want to sort things out. It's always about the balance. You can never fully have a rounded individual if you don't have all the ingredients. And it's like if you're cooking food, if something's missing, it's not going to taste right. It's edible. It's okay. So you can eat me. You ain't got sugar, you might say, oh, let me put in a piece of, like, I don't know, some honey instead. Or, like, you find substitutes, but it's never going to take... It's not right. And that's all it is. Raising a child is like cooking food or baking a cake. You can't substitute substitute everything. You You have to have these things for it to turn out the way it's meant to. Mm. If it doesn't, it will be all right. It will be edible. But... (laughs) even even if you it gets to a point where oh it tastes great you may have had to go around so many different things add this 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 to even get to that point where if you just had that initial ingredient first it would just been smooth sailing but that's what it is so when we look at it like that and the initial question of can we yes same as perhaps i said yes and no Yes, but it will never be right. Mm. And that goes for even when you've got two parents. Because if they're not good within themselves, 
it's still something's still missing. Yeah. So it's responsibility for everyone to to take on. It's a responsibility to understand that you cannot do anything by yourself. No man is an island. So a quick one, yeah. A quick, like this is not even a curveball, but it's it still relates. But like, obviously, um, I don't know what the percentages are, but a lot of men, black men as well, grew up um, single mothers, isn't it? Just their mothers around. Dad weren't really around. And if he was around, he was in and out, in and out. weren't really yeah. thing, in it. Do you think that has made us or better fathers as a whole, or it's it's making us worse as fathers? Both. Mm. Both better and worse. Mm. And I say that because if you didn't have your dad around or your dad was in and out, your benchmark is so low mm-hmm. that anything you do for your child, you feel that you have exceeded that benchmark, so you're doing great. Yeah. So you, you're, you, it almost puts you in this false sense of, of security that you're doing fantastic when you're not. Really not. Mm. So there, and as we said before, there are certain men that, because they didn't have a dad, they don't see the importance of being in their child's life. And then on the flip yeah. side, you see a lot, there's a lot of men that's like, well, I didn't have a dad, so I'm going to go above and beyond mm-hmm. for my child to not feel that pain that I felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But once again, even in that, there's an error because. If your dad didn't do nothing, you might think just turning up and looking at your child for a few hours, you're doing the world of good. (laughs) And you're not. You understand? Mm -hmm. Like, even me, myself, and I used to do stuff like that. I used to think, like, right, I don't need to take my kids to the park or necessarily play with them. Like, I'm here, innit? I've got you, you're around me. You will be around me for two, three, four days, for example. Mm. I don't, I don't, I've bought you what you needed. Yeah. I'm good in it. And then when you start to see that you kind of don't know your child, you know what I mean? You start to realize that, wait, there's more to this mm. than what I initially, mm. when you, once again, accountability, once you start to acknowledge the problem, you start to realize, rah, like, and then on, you, go on. So on, on the flip side of that, because mm. the same way we as men, a lot of us grew up as, you know, with just our mothers, a lot of women as well grew up with just their mothers. Their dads weren't around. Mm-hmm. So how do you think that then affects them raising their sons? <laughs> Listen, I'm stepping out of this one. <laughs> I'm stepping out of this one, mate. You know what like, I mean? You know no, what? Nah, fuck you it. No, go on, I, 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 No, no, I think for that one day, what we do is we find a female that, that's gone through that and we but what's your opinion? What's your opinion? How do you, you know it is? You know it is? You know it is? I, I've got an opinion from two different sides because I, I know females that didn't have a father figure mm. and they're doing well. And then I've got females that didn't have a father figure and sometimes I want to slap them in their face because of the shit that they come out with. This, is, this is with their sons. This is with raising Yeah, with their sons. With their sons. Like, you know, it's, it, it goes back to what Jamal said, it takes a village to raise a home. Some of them have that village, they have that foundation and they're able to raise the sons. I'm not going to say the right way because we don't know what the right way is. And then mm-hmm. you've got those that don't have nothing at all. Their mum is, they're a, they're, a, they're a mirror and image of the person that raised them. So 
them raising a, a man, they have no clue. They're, they're raising a man out of anger because the dad is not around or the dad's gone off and done this or, you know what I mean? So, mm. I think we can only, we will only, we'll only ever know from a female. That's something that us, mm. as, a, as a male, I can never answer. Mm. My yeah. opinion on that, my opinion on that is... I don't even want an opinion, so let me leave this time, is it? No, no, no. My opinion on that is, a woman that doesn't have a father figure, there could be one of two things in it. Because mm-hmm. that might have a, a large bearing on the man she chose to have a child with in the first place. Yes. You understand? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one effect it has. And secondly, if that dad is not around, she didn't have a dad, she's either going to do like you know the it's kind of toxic because then the son becomes her man in a weird sort of way like she becomes very reliant on him Mm -hmm. for everything Mm -hmm. to the point where when he wants to go off and live his life she does her best which is not it's not intentional but she does what she needs to to almost block that because he's the only stable male that's probably been around for example so, so she becomes territorial and then kind of has become very possessive yeah it's very possessive yeah, yeah, but then yeah, that yeah, restricts yeah. him and then he becomes resentful and then it goes on from there so he either rebels because he's been so restricted mm-hmm. or he bec- he becomes uh torn in the middle torn or he becomes very grudgeful towards his mom because he then he looks and thinks but i never got to live mm-hmm. i never got to do me do you understand? Mm. So I think that will have a, a, a really negative effect if you're talking purely about mothers with sons. Mm-hmm. Then I think it, it can have that effect where it makes them very reliant on their son. Mm. They start to not live vicariously through their son, but they start to build mm-hmm. their child up to be yeah, either man. the father that they, want, they wanted yes. or the man that should have been there yeah. They start to build their child up and add a lot of pressure on this child to fulfill what is not their role to fulfill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, my opinion on it is like, yeah, similar, similar to what you're both saying, really. I think it could have, you know, a positive effect in a way where, you know what, I know I ain't got a clue about this, so I'm going to bring in people mm-hmm. in my life that I know maybe are clued up about it. Or you'd get women who, I'm just oblivious to it, and I just just get stuck in the cycle. And like you said, they start raising sons that they basically start raising sons that they tell their they will tell their daughters to avoid type of thing, isn't it? Like mm. they're, they're subconsciously raising boys that they would raise their daughters to avoid almost. So it, it, it's, it's yeah. a crazy cycle. Do you know what I mean? It's a it's a mad cycle. So I just think it, it depends on you. It depends on your mental capacity. It depends on the people you have around you. It depends on what you went through um, with your father, um, whether he was there or not. How your mother was with you when you didn't have that father. It just there's so many things it can depend on. Um, but yeah, it could definitely end up pretty badly if you know if a, a mother or a woman who grew up without her father then has to raise a son. It's gonna by herself, hard. yeah. By herself, it's going to be hard for her to do because she's got nothing to, to benchmark against. It's, 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 it's difficult. There's no point of reference. Yeah. But that's why we got... Um, but, then, but then what about dads that raise daughters? So I feel like we kind of outshot, we kind of like, you know... Do you know what it is? That. But 
a dad it's not a rarity you don't because you maybe don't are we saying a, a dad are we saying a dad that raised a daughter who didn't have a mum is that what we're going to switch it to you can do that because that does that is, then that is to me not, I can't even rare. fathom that because I've I can't I'll even be lost. imagine that I'll be real I'll be lost because if mm. you didn't have a mum yeah and you were raised purely by your dad mm. and mm. then because I don't know, unless your dad stayed single for the whole of your life. Mm-hmm. So he was raised purely by your dad. Your dad, yeah. And then you went on to have a daughter that mm-hmm. now you are raising all by yourself. Yes. I can't even imagine how that would have worked. You'd, I would have to draft in help. I'd have to hopefully, hopefully I've got an right. auntie or a grandma or somebody. Certain man would go out there and they would have to even get a temporary girlfriend, they would have female <laughs> friends, yeah. they would have because think about it as a dad, if you're a dad that had no, because then it would be your dad that had a daughter in it. Wait, I'm so confused. This is what I'm saying. Dad without a mum that then had a daughter. Your dad grew you by so your mum went in the picture, your dad grew you, but now you yeah. have a daughter. You but that's daughter. why then, because there's a level of affection the... you don't even understand. You yeah. don't know what's going on. So the fact that like, so you've gone in, so you've got mummy issues because your mum weren't there. You might feel abandoned or whatever mm. the case may be. Mm. And then you've now raised, you've got this little girl and her mum's not around. Like, you'll think your life is doomed. You might go into some weird depression. And you might yeah. consciously start instilling something in her mind that, raw, like, my mum abandoned me. Your mum oh, abandoned oh. me. Like, so you're not letting her oh. out your sight because she's so, not so, only so, so, a woman. So, That's so, what I'm saying. So, so, so. When you, when you look at a man like a 50 cent and the way he calls over his son, do you feel that's a man that has no, that's, that's suffering from mummy issues? No. How is he really with his son, though? He just cut him off, isn't he, really? That... I think we don't know the ins and outs of that, yeah, innit? Yeah. Well, there was, there, was a, there was an interview he done the other day where he kind of, like, basically said the son, be- okay, the son became the mother. So it, it became an entitlement feel. But when I'm looking at, we look at the way he deals with his son, do you feel if he had a more of a mother figure in his life. He did have his grandma and his auntie, so he says. But do you think if you more have that nurturing mother in his life, he would be a bit more less lenient to how he just cut off his son? No, I think no, I think if he had his mum in his life, his mum would have G-checked him. But then we don't really know how he was treating his son before he became And we don't know the dynamics of why it broke down or yeah. nothing. Yeah. But I do believe I do believe that good mums, when their sons are not doing what they're meant to be doing. Mm-hmm. They step in and G-check their sons and say, listen, that's not cool. I say, it's good mums. Mm-hmm. Some mums sugarcoat their sons and jump on their son's side whether they're uh, right or wrong. Listen, it happens a lot. Look, think about it. How much times have you spoken to a gal or know of a girl who says a man was cheating on her and his, his mum and everybody, they all knew about it. Yeah, they, come on. They all G-check. They, they, they... But this is what that's what I'm trying to say. Good yeah. mums, because remember that's just as toxic. Shielding your child when they're doing wrong is just as toxic as anything else. You understand? Mm. Like my mum's the first to tell me when I'm in the wrong. The first. Yeah. She, she takes pleasure in it. You know what? Is? I, I, you know what my mum does. My mum badges us off behind closed, behind closed doors. Mm. So she will shield us in front of everyone. But as soon as everyone leaves, we get it. But that's how it should yeah. be, really. Yeah. And, and, and so, yeah, because that's how my mum was. My mum would never, it's about who, who was there, would never murder us in front of them. As soon as the clothes are clear and it's us, it's us alone, my mum, yeah, you're getting told X, Y, and Z by yourself. So, 
there's a give or take to that 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 type of nurturing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think that that that, that mother one is 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 very 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 common. It's very very common. Like you'd get you'd get um mum saying. Don't, don't bring none of them hussies around here and all. You get me? Like, you get all that kind of thing gets fed into a young. So, that just then kind of yeah. affects the way you might start treating women then in the future. You know, your mum's saying, don't bring none of these fast ass girls around here and all this. You get me? Like, I don't know. It's just. All right, I've got a question then. Mm. I've got a question. What about then women who are raised purely by their mum? Their dad wasn't in the picture. Mm hmm. Mm. So now these women do this, so they would be saying like our generation of women now. Yeah. Mm. What do you think about them? Because some of them don't even go on to have kids because of the level of the fact that the dad wasn't there, so there wasn't that balance. So they grew up to be like hyper independent. Mm. So even oh, if they do have children, even if they do have children, they don't now they are them. raising their, yeah, they've raised their daughters, which is the next generation. To be, that's, to be that's the that's, almost that's the, that, that's the fault of the parent mm. because you've 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 basically taught your daughter that you don't need a man to survive, and okay, that that's a give or that's a that's a give or take theory I guess, but you've now conditioned uh, conditioned your child to say even if you do have a child, you don't need the man to make it because. Me as your mother, I made it without your father. So but do you think that's fair? No. I think you know what it is. Because no. let's let's be, let's be real as well. Like for many years, women have been doing it by themselves. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it by themselves. So women have been doing it by themselves so long to the point it's become it's become normal almost to some women. It's just normal. Yeah. So naturally, they're gonna pass that onto their daughters that you can do it. You don't need no man. So it almost become normal to them, and. I understand it because us as men, as fathers, we weren't there as much as we should have been. So women have kind of oh. taken up certain things and taken on certain roles to the point where 100%. that it's their role now. It's what we do. It's normal. We can do it. But it's not the way it should be. It's not something we should we should we should um, we should be encouraging or telling telling women that yeah you know what yeah but it goes on it goes on but then but then that mother's conditioned her child to believe that. A certain life, a style, a certain lifestyle, way of living, is, is, is acceptable. Because but that is acceptable. It's her. It's her. Obviously, obviously, to that, to that parent's reality and that parent's life, it has been become acceptable. They've made it on their own for whatever sort of reason they've done. Have they? What they've had to do? What they've had to do? But then, what you're, you were put into that situation by a circumstance. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't. But what you're doing now doing is, is conditioning your child to actually believe that the, the position you was put in by a circumstance is actually an acceptable position. So if you do fall into that position, not saying you can't, yes, you, you can make it on your own, but don't make it in a, a thing in the back, have it in the back of my mind is if I, if I were to be in that position, I'm going to make it. No, that, no, you can make it alone. Sorry, I'm muddling up my words. Yes, you can make it alone, but don't have that condition, the mindset in the back of your head. That you should. Yeah, because once you have that in your brain, remember, yeah, wherever you think, yeah, if you start thinking about it, it then becomes, you're thinking... But do you not think that's like PTSD then? Yeah, it is. It is. 
it's a form of PTSD because the mum has been through something and then in turn the daughter through having her daughter she's been through it again so she didn't have a dad then she's had a child that dad's mm-hmm. now not there so mm-hmm. it's a level of trauma that's kind of went through the family so now they're like we have to so, hope for the best but prepare for the worst prepare for the it's, a cycle. it's a cycle yeah yeah Mm, but it's a level of, forget it's not just a but that's what I'm gonna say it's not just a plain cycle it's actually a level of trauma they're yeah, preparing the next generation, generation based upon that. the trauma that the past two generations have experienced mm. um, even even so in one aspect you can't blame them because it's like listen this is it's well, clearly know. what happened yeah, isn't it? it's, it's, so, it's, it's, it's all what they know it's all what they know yeah they yeah. yeah so you know what if you're gonna go forward just know that you're going forward by yourself so this mm-hmm. is how you need to pattern yourself and yeah. to be very fair, in the society, especially looking at society now, you can't blame them because there's so many women out here, as you said, Jay, that are by themselves. And when I say by themselves, I don't mean like the dad is non-existent, but he might as well be He's in a lot of cases. Don't do shit. <laughs> exactly. So they have to pattern themselves. That's why you have either like these hyper-independent women. Mm-hmm. So what do we trust a single mother? What is a single mother? A single, a single mother. It depends on how you look at it, yeah. I know because Jay is ready. A single mother is a mother who is single. Yeah, she's single. That is all a single mother is. There's a difference between a single mother and a mother who raises her child alone. alone. A single mother is a mother who is just happens to be single. But do you not think that the like that term has been slightly misconstrued it has been so Never. then it becomes offensive yeah. it becomes offensive to dads that are actually doing their job because yeah. as a dad if you if, a, if you're if the mother of your child says i'm a single mum," part of you feels offended like wait am i not what are you trying to say i'm not doing my job properly yeah you know, what do you call what do you call a mother that that what do we call a, a mother that is not with the parent with the, the father but the father, the active father. What do you call that? What do you call you that? Know what Jay's saying is Jay saying that is a single mother. Technically, a single mother. She's single. I'm single. Same. I'm a single father. I'm single. Mm. I have a son. She's single. She has a son. We co-parent. But but, but that. But we don't use that term single father. We just we say don't. we're a father. That's what I'm saying. It's been obviously it's been twist. Obviously, as time yeah. goes, it was initially meant to be like that. A mother who's single. But what happened is more time the mother that was single. The father was just not there on top of it as well. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it just stuck like I'm a single mother. And it just stuck as a single mother means that the father is just not around. He's non-existent type of thing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of women that claim I'm a single mother. I'm a single mother. But the dad's there. He's there doing his stuff. He's there. He sees the child. They're getting a, they're getting a lot more help than they're letting on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's in the that... So if, yeah, you're a single mother, but don't make it out like you're a single mother that... But this is the I'm thing, because it. things have changed. It's Chinese whispers. Things have changed yeah. over time so much mm-hmm. that now things are just said and done because that's what they are. No mm-hmm. one looks into them. No one understands the purpose behind them or the meanings behind them. Mm-hmm. It's just, it is where it is now. Like, to have a child, like I've heard even on social media or these podcasts, it's normal for a woman to be like, yeah, I'm going to have a child, but I'm not gonna be, I don't want a man. I just want a you. Mm-hmm. It's normal now for a woman to just say she wants a child. Yeah. Without anything else attached to it. Yeah. So, 
do you think like our generation or we can change the narrative or do we have to feed it into our kids and allow them to change it because it's too late for us We've got, we got to feed into our kids. Yeah, I think it's too, it's just, we're too far. We're all grown. Too, the more grown. you are, the more set in your ways you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Too far gone. Like, we just got to... we got to hope the best be for right our, kids. our kids. That, that is it, man. we got to be right by our kids, lead by example with children, and then hopefully they will... But well, we already haven't led by example. That's what I'm trying to say to you. We because the fact that, because the, fact, right, the fact that we're not with the mothers of our children mean we haven't set the great not to say some things just don't work out in it but let's be honest we haven't set the initial greatest example and especially if you're a good father as well mm. your son might grow up and be like well i don't have to stay with her car i was always with my dad and i was always with my mum, mm-hmm. and that worked out fine mm-hmm. so i don't but then have it, to. It, it, it but then it's down to us as the parents and how we we be paying that perception in it you understand what i'm saying so for exactly. me, it will, it will always be, it never works out with your mum, but that, that, that does not mean that you're, you know, I'm saying to you is go and have a child and then, you know, run yeah. off or whatever. It, yeah, but you've you got know, examples that are different though, Pete, because you've still got your parents that are directly, that are together and that your, your daughter is seeing. So even if you are not the model, you can still say, look at them. Well, you yeah, can, but then, you can still become the model. It may not be yeah, with yeah, it mom. might not be with mum, but it could be with someone else. With somebody you know else. But it's just it. one of those. It's, it's just one of those ones. I have to, you know, make her understand that you know, you know, she they 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 could they they they, they are could be plenty of reasons she might ask me why it never worked, and I could probably say things I never put hard enough, or maybe I was young, or immature, whatever. But the underlying. The, the under just the underlying to her is that you know don't make what don't make don't make what you saw growing up so that that's the lifestyle reality you also need to go and live i would want you to i would want you to have a family be with the person you have kids with and you know that's 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 what i still want you to have that's what i'm still going to preach to you about that's still what i'm going to teach you about you know i'm going to Sit there and make you watch stuff like my wife and kids, and you know, the Cosby that's show a, and them. That's, that's them, a them. whole different colorism topic if you start going into my wife and kids and stuff. That's how <laughs> it all gets techy, <laughs> but, but you know, you know, we got it. But you, you, you remember that's, that's the programs we watched that we always used to see. Oh, you know, the idol family thing, you know, more wishing, and you get thrown up and watch the parkies, and you see, you know. Single mom, single mom, you know what I mean? You know, we're telling them that you know what you want them to have that family as well. But I think we need to be real with them and let them know as well. Yeah. Like, look, like, it's good for you to have a family, but shit happens, isn't it? People make mistakes, yeah. things don't work out sometimes. So, even if you did get with, say, this guy or this this woman and it didn't and it broke down and didn't work, shit happens. It doesn't mean that you're a family, yeah. it doesn't mean that, it, yeah, you, you just got to make the best of that bad situation. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Make the best of the situation. That's what it comes up to. No, hundred percent. So, but like, it's one of them topics where we could we could go on and go on and go on for hours and hours and hours and create a million and one different scenarios. But mm-hmm. it's a trial and error thing. That's what it is. Yeah. Everyone yeah. needs to understand. As as three dads sitting here speaking, I encourage all men that listen. If you've got children, even if you're not with the mother. Mm-hmm. Be in your Stay child's up. life. It's better to be a good dad separately than mm-hmm. a bad dad together. Do you understand? 100. And even for mums mm-hmm. as well, don't feel like mm-hmm. you failed your children because that relationship didn't work out. Because at the end of the day, 
if it wasn't for that relationship, they wouldn't be that child in the first place. Yeah. So as men, because that is the general consensus that men run away from their responsibilities, we need to start holding each other as friends, cousins, brothers, whatever, accountable Yo, for those accountable. actions. 100%. And if we start to make people accountable and feel bad for not doing what they're meant to be doing, they will either fix up or disappear. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. But it's not cool to have your brethren around you and your brethren's like, blood, I don't, I don't see my you, man. Fuck that. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And carry on. It doesn't make sense. It needs to get to that point where, like, I don't know, like, you see, like, how men get outraged for a man being a snitch. Like, not being in your child's life, it needs to be on those type of levels. <laughs> yeah. Hundred, hundred. But this is the same. You get men that go, yeah, but my baby mother's a dick. Yeah, like, man. nah, bro, just, bro, make it. But on the flip side, there's not a lot of advice out there for, for men as well. So when they feel like they're in a position where they they don't know what to do, there's not a lot of support systems. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because what I'm trying to like, a lot of men disappear from their children's life and I'm not making excuses for anyone in it because it's still wrong. But some men are genuinely afraid. Like, you get told you're having a, you, you panic. You understand? Mm. Yeah. So there's not a lot of support systems and support networks for for men to feel like they're not alone in certain situations. Mm. We're, we, we're friends, in it. So if you felt some type of way or you could pick up the phone and be like, yo, fam, this happened to yeah. me. I don't even know what to do. And we can sit down and politic about it. But some yeah. men don't have that. Or mm. they don't know where to turn or what questions to ask yeah. to put themselves in a better position. Yeah. So their easiest thing to do is disappear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, it's a cowardly oh, thing. Erase the situation. Because they yeah, don't it's, have to face it, it's so. a cowardly like thing, it, but that's what they know to happen. Fight or yeah. flight. And a lot of men take the flight and it's gone. And on the flip side as well, you've got a couple of men that experience just the difficulties that the mothers are giving them being able to see their children. And a lot of men don't know their rights and how to go about it. And, 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 and even that, you've got men that probably look at their bedroom and see what certain things that their bedroom is going through and just be like, nah, fuck that. I'm not on it. I'm opt out. Mm. But this is where it is. A lot of men, because we don't have the relevant information. Mm. Like, and to be fair, it's not an excuse. We've got Google, isn't it? There's yeah. so much information in this world. So there's really no logical excuse for us yeah. to be like, oh, but I didn't know, or oh, but I'm not too sure, or whatever the case may be. There's no excuse for that. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, as man them, it's accountability. It's Everything. Accountability. We, cannot, yeah. we can only speak for men. Women have to handle themselves in regards to their friendship circles or whatever. Mm-hmm. But as men, we need to hold, hold each other accountable. So if your brethren says something that's a bit left, even if yeah, you don't check him... Even if you don't check him instantaneously, because you know sometimes it's not the right time, man won't receive the information. But, but just, just pull him up on about it later. On the yeah, of course. You, know, you brother. have to get onto him. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have Definitely. to. But I feel like this is something that we need to do. We need to somehow build these things within the society. We need to build support networks. We need, you see the same way as mums, when a child is born, they've got mother and baby classes mm. and they've got this and they, they've got loads of support going forward. Yeah. If they... If you got depression, come and see us. If you're not sure how to do something, come and see us. Come, 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 come. Yeah. There's not, they, they are out there, but there's not a lot of... Not pushed as much. Mm, yeah, they're not male-focused yeah. groups like that. Not, the marriage for males are not pushed like that because, remember, we're conditioned to be the type of 
the strong ones. Male. We don't need no help. The alpha, the alpha we meant to be there in the first place as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not meant to be there in the first place. Because yeah. remember, society facilitates this. Because remember, if you're in your child's life, you're still, as a man, you're given parental responsibility, not parental rights. All right. You understand? You fight, you so, fight for parental rights. so there's certain things that you should have from the minute your child comes into this world that you're not permitted to have. Mm-hmm. And you have to fight or the mum has to do something so extreme for you to be able to get these things. Yeah. That sometimes it's like, well, if, I, if I'm not seen as equal, why should I behave equal? Mm-hmm. And that's literally where it is. Some men are fighting to get their child's surname changed to theirs. Like little things like that. Mm-hmm. So, in yeah, it's just an accountability. Everyone's just got to yeah. be accountable, and we have to try and do better. That's it. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Mm. All right, guys. Well, yeah, another another interesting one. Still. Yeah, we episode kind of, ten. Kind of went. <laughs> we started yeah, we one thing, you know. It ended up being a good conversation, anyway. So yeah, yeah. Nah, man, I, think, I, think, I definitely think we need to dive into this again and try and get some people that are. I think we need to get you some, some, some yeah, single we, mothers. We, we would need this. This yeah. with a female's perspective would yeah. be yeah. wonderful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If we so you know when lockdown. Oh, once it's done. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, go to no. Well, once we, we can move around a bit more freely, yeah, and rebel a little bit more openly. Yeah. Once Boris opens fully open, when, when, Boris, when Boris opens up the barbershop, we get back to yeah. normal, isn't it? yeah, <laughs> and then we can go back and we can have a proper sit down, invite, yeah. invite some yeah, opinionated females in, and we can sit down and hash this out, you know. Listen, well, yeah, why don't why don't we hold it and and it's the life we want a female to speak of anything if we get a chance to pull out there. Um, it's always a possibility. Yeah, why not mm. try to get some opinions in? You know, mm. see see if we're talking utter rubbish or <laughs> yeah. or if. But the, this yeah. is well, what because a lot of people come to me and they're always like, oh, you should have done this or you should have said this or you should have said that. And what I have to keep reminding people is like, look, just remember, this is a podcast. And we're not doctors, we're not professionals, we're not, you know, we're not claiming to be these experts in any of these fields. All we're doing is a discussion. Our, and our opinion. Know, mm. They may not be right, it might be totally different for you, it might be totally different for you, but it's what we think and what we feel. And that's the whole purpose of a podcast, is because you're interested in what Jay Urban thinks, you're interested in what Big Jamel thinks, you're interested in what C Prince thinks. That's all we're giving you. Mm. I don't know nah, if that's that really what, what I want to see. People just came to me like, oh, you didn't say this, you didn't. Yeah. Well, my whole thing is if you want to have an opinion, we invite everybody that listens, everyone that follows us. If you want to have an opinion, by all means, send us a message. It's like, it's like, it's like and request it's like, us to go in live. We'll do it. It's like, it's like when we've when we done the sickle cell, I've got a lot of people that were very, that have sickle cell. And we're very like you know outspoken about certain things that we said. Oh no, and we didn't. That's all right, cool. What's your opinion? You know, come on the platform and say what you want to say. And I'm open to certain things. You know, there was like I said with, with the sickle cell conversation. There was a lot of things I learned from other people with sickle cell. Mm. You know, prior to that. So again, with this situation, we might say something you don't agree with us, or we might not know how. We might know of have that conversation. Sometimes teach me certain things that I don't know. We learn new things every day. I'm open, I'm open to, to yeah. anyone that wants to Mm-mm. have. If someone says, "Listen, I want to be involved in one of the points," I'm like, "If you got a good enough opinion, let's do this, isn't it?" Let's do what? This, let's we're at home. Let's do it. 
But I, do, I definitely feel like this is something that it's, it's one of those conversations, kind of like um, the colorism that we tackled mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. This could go on, go on for hours and we could oh. pick out a million and one scenarios. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our opinions are, are limited by our experiences. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So and Maybe we've grown up on what we've been exactly, exposed so to. Exactly, so it's just our experiences. Yeah. We haven't experienced the same things as others, so our opinions can't venture into that realm. That being said, if someone wants to say something, I'm on linking up. I'm on doing a live, and I'm on. I want to hear a female's perspective on this. Yeah, I do. You know what? Hit up. They should hit, hit, up, hit up the the I podcast. Think, uh, yeah, hit up the podcast for them. Yeah. Anyway, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're so weird, man. Right? But yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, yeah, nah, nah. You know Episode ten. Ten. Yeah. Episode ten. Please don't cancel me, podcast. Yeah. Love for everyone that locked in. Please comment. Follow, subscribe, mm-hmm. like listen, mm-hmm. like please do. Any feedback is is muchly appreciated. Greatly appreciated, should I say? Yep, yep. And yeah. Right, Till next got, week. Until right. next week. Cool. Yes. Cool.